You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start. Same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley, SAB, the CV, copyright 2024, Proximo, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Dan Levator Show with the Stugats Podcast. Welcome to the Dan Levator Show podcast, Foldcast. We're doing a hybrid thing, crisp everybody. always, always crisp. Always. Landed it. Straight on the carrier, all three, all three pieces of landing gear down. Have you guys seen Splice the movie? No. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing. I was trying to think of the first human animal hybrid movie that came to mind, and it turns out to be one where Adrian Brody uh, ends up trying to bone the human animal hybrid he's been raising as his own daughter. This is exactly what I wanted to talk this about. This somehow today. skated under the radar. That's. <laughs> Is this the movie where she just looked at him and goes, inside you? Yes. Uh, okay. I do remember that. I do. For all of the wrong reasons. Like there's an alphabet record playing in the background. That's an amazing, amazing way to start the show. I am Spencer Hall of the Shutdown Full Cast and several other properties, including uh, Metal Art Media's own DNF with Jessica Smetana is carrying all of you sons of bitches back there on her back. Uh, the world's best F1 podcast. This, we are members of the internet's only college football podcast, which is why they have us here today ahead of week zero in college football. The sport so good that we have a week that doesn't even really count. A week so good where we do what most the restaurants NFL has do. four of those. What are you no, talking about? No, no, no. Listen, the, the NFL doesn't put Duquesne league. out there. They they're, wouldn't they're, if they could. Are you telling me they wouldn't if they could? We're doing Duquesne again. Again. Okay. Yeah. Just the one school I could remember that's playing, right? It's Florida State, Duquesne. I'm doing that for the Miami people who are like, I, today I get to like blatantly pander to Canes fans, which I don't is think awesome. You can say that it means I don't have to. On the air. I don't have to know anything. Are you first confident of all. the Bears would beat Duquesne? No. I am not. Not beat, in the least. Yeah, beat, yes, but not score on somehow. <laughs> 
<laughs> we got reminded by reader James Coleman 46 minutes ago that the last time Duquesne played an FBS school in Florida, they won the Orange Bowl. Bet accordingly. Yeah, whatever the line is, y'all. DraftKings. I'll, I'll, I'll quote I'll quote Mike Ruiz here. That's a lot of points. That's my favorite. That's my favorite Mike Ruiz lies. Whenever it comes up on a, on a line, he's like, that's a lot of points. It's always a lot of points. Especially when you're a Miami fan and you don't have to know anything. You don't have to know anything to buy it. It's like, I'm not making fun of you. I am jealous of your freedom. You could just enter Kane's fandom with a hand sign and enthusiasm. Vibes only. Sometimes you need a costume. <laughs> when? At a phone party. Uh, sometimes. That's what so, they wear all the time. Sometimes <laughs> it's like, hey, you need to dress up like Indiana Jones, but in Miami colors for some reason. <laughs> Sometimes you need to be a stormtrooper. Yeah. A stormtrooper with Mardi Gras flair. Yeah. Because, you know, you just got out of the academy, but you want to keep it festive. Yeah. What academy? I think you need that, and you need a system that judges all college football teams based on how many NFL pro bowlers they later produced. Like, you, you have to retroactively assign national championships based on that. Tennessee Miami. should start thinking about adopting that program. Or, or not. It's been well, so, it's so early. Chunks it's time. so early for you to start this shit with me. It's fine. My, I got Michael Felder going on television and saying Tennessee's going to win 10 games this year. I don't need this. I don't That's need this on my heart. Pick. That's your playoff pick. That's not my fault. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's coming anyway. You're on this team. <laughs> should explain for people who are new to this program that we picked our playoff teams by rolling a 20-sided die, and I got my alma mater. Nope, we picked them based on uh, what our uh, serious what uh, personal analysis, mm -hmm. our actual sincere opinions. Yep. Proprietary um, yes. stats that we that can't share. That is why my other playoff so pair is, pick is Vanderbilt. That's yep. correct. Yep. That's true. If you want those proprietary stats, subscribe to Channel 6, the newsletter, $10 a month for the most complicated statistical analysis guaranteed to get you gambling winnings description not legal may not apply to said website. The state of Tennessee is kind of like a football vacuum and therefore it's sucking in all the football talent, all the football goodness from the surrounding states. I'm going to turn you upside down and shake you. There's <laughs> nothing there. Ryan, you've made the first ever argument that like Tennessee can recruit in the modern era. Like there, there's not a lot of talent being sucked toward Tennessee. <laughs> Okay, this is actually, I think you may have accidentally stumbled onto an explanation can't believe we're of how several programs managed to be historically great. Because if you look across the history of college football, look at the teams that have been good in the sort of pre-modern, modern era since 1950. Most of them are places that have had negative population growth or that you do not want to go or have <clears throat> other serious issues uh, societally, culturally, and economically. So let's just go ahead and look at the great programs. Uh, Nebraska, my point proves itself a vast sucking noise somewhere in Nebraska drew talent to Lincoln for over 30 to 40 years of success. Oh, people just love the tricameral legislature, my dude. People love it. <laughs> they're not, they're crazy for it. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to derail this completely because talk of my home state makes me twitch. Uh, Hobby Lobby's trending again today. Yes. One of our what I'm they gonna, seal Hobby Lobby. What did you seal? I'm, I'm not going to look at da, why. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm just going to say, speaking of Indiana Jones, um, I really hope they've tried to steal something else. If you're not familiar, Hobby Lobby, a small craft store that eventually formed into one of the world's biggest theft thieves of antiquity, <laughs> one of the biggest crime rings when it came to stealing the treasures of Sumeria, Babylon, and other ancient empires. 
That's what the American dream is. I started I, a small craft shop so that we could steal the antiquities of ancient Eurasia. I Am I hope, jealous that we didn't think of this first? Kind of. I hope bit. whatever they sell was French so that we get to hear a bunch of French officials go, obi lobi. <laughs> it looks like they are trending because they are openly calling for uh, theocracy and Christo fascism. Um, well, that's new. I, yeah. I liked it more when they did it subtly by like uh-huh. raiding antiquity. Live, laugh, Leviticus. That's what I've got on my wall. <laughs> I. How would you think? Look, okay, listen. I'd buy a print of Gilgamesh if it was in that live, laugh, love font. I think, a, yeah, I would too. <laughs> Just put it up on the wall. I would buy all kinds of sports quotes if you could put them in because Leviticus is sports, right? What if, what if we went through every locker room? Man, going through all the locker rooms in the offseason and just changing all the quotes on the wall to sorority fonts. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Is new, your piss hot? Right? Get now, your piss though. hot. Huh? New, I'm sorry. The new font is now, it's like an all caps, uh, very tall lettering like and it's all uh, all in all these mugs at Hobby Lobby. Oh, it kind of looks like Home Among Goods. Us, right? Yeah, it, like it kind of looks like, like the Among Us. It's font. like blessed. Like I was I was at Home Goods the other day and it was like on this plate and it was like taco dirty to me and like there's a new font. The sorority font. It's no longer swoopy. It's very straight and very narrow and it's on all caps. Okay. Okay, they're saving the swoopy for the custom neon signs. Thank you for reminding me of the greatest piece of signage I've ever seen in one of these establishments. This was in Leeds, Alabama, so I don't know how it didn't get burned to the ground because this is Auburn country, but it says, and as for me and my house, we will serve tacos. <laughs> Jess, Wait. how many home goods trips are you making in a month? Um, it's almost Halloween, 17? man. Yeah, it, Halloween stuff came out last month, actually, the end of July, so... I have been. Oh, Jess, have we never talked about um, this on the air? We have we have similar interests here. The giant. Are you talking about our our giant friend? No, I'm talking about 17 annual trips to buy Halloween decorations at low, low prices. I love Halloween. I will go apeshit for candy corn colored cupcake holders for (laughs) Halloween colored sprinkles for anything with a skull on it or a skeleton. I'm going. Are you a, are you a, are you a big fan of the neighbor who just puts out murder? There's inevitably one person in the neighborhood oh, yeah. who just decides that I'm going to put a crime scene in my front yard because that's what I've always wanted Kids to do, love and it. I'm going to call it Halloween. Chris Whittingham just calls it practice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. If you had a kill room and you had a live, laugh, love thing, you'd laugh, right? Like if oh, you absolutely. woke up in someone's kill room and you're like, ah. What's the point of having a kill room and not enjoying it? Yeah. Like if Dexter got you, but you look up and this they've got like This is why Dexter a, sucked. He took no pleasure in this. Right. Like, why is there an espresso in this kill room? He didn't love so the game. thoughtful of them. <laughs> he didn't love the game. Like you're about, you're about Dexter to get. Dexter didn't have the want to. You're about to get slaughtered by the county's most prolific serial killer. And you look up and they've just got like couple of really nice neon like you know swoopy you know joy you, you, you look you look up and you're like oh i talked to him before he had his coffee that's why this is happening that's, that's <laughs> why this is happening it's always the about manners was there if i'd just been polite <laughs> if he just been good. Polite. <laughs> oh hobby lobby took out a full page uh newspaper Obi ad lobby. calling Obi for Obi. Yeah. Calling for a man, that's festive. They have taken the penis of Napoleon. <laughs> we would like to request this artifact back. 
is very important to us. It's very, it's very important. Honestly, this I don't know how many artifacts imperial still have, It is I the think... only thing holding his ghost on the Isle of Elba. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like a physical anchor or like a psychic yes. anchor? Uh, both. We, okay. have, we have exiled him through his um, whorecocks. Somebody's <laughs> gesturing wildly in the control room. Are we in trouble? Cut! <laughs> Napoleon's penis sponsors this segment. This is the second episode <laughs> this week where we're going to get into weird Ghostbusters sexual theatrics. Welcome to week zero of college football season. Woo, yes, that's definitely what we're here to talk about. Hobby Lobby, by the way, buys antiquities because as of... Uh, buys. Yeah, it buys. <laughs> buys. <acquires. laughs> I'm convinced they're doing that because what they're trying to do is take out the competition. If they are... Really, think about it. They cra- they're into two things. Crafts and extremely, extremely enthusiastic evangelical Christianity. So if they're into those two things, what are they going to need to corner the market on? Other religions and crafts. What are like, what's the apex of crafts? That's right. Ancient relics. They're just going to acquire it all. Uh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say one thing in their defense. Devil's advocate here. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think any, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going somewhere with this. I think anybody anywhere should be able to steal antiquities from England and it's not a crime. Mm, that's fair. Under international backseas protocol. Absolutely. Yeah. I like I like the idea that Michaels is the less accomplished little brother store to Hobby Lobby. So they're trying to steal ancient texts, but they're all forged. Joanne Fabrics wants a word. Michaels is also the lapsed Catholic of of craft stores. <laughs> nope. Let's 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 unpack this. Go. Saint yeah, Michaels. Saint Michaels. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, I'm I'm still unpacking a lot of shit. Literally and emotionally. Yeah. Over here at Michaels. <laughs> Trying to take out, I've got these this wire and these blocks of foam. I'm going to figure it all out. So all those yeah. framing coupons are really just cries for help. Uh huh. Yeah, I, um, I go to church on Christmas to, on Christmas with my parents, but I don't take communion because I'm just not into it anymore. See, in so many like Catholic heavy parts of Europe, this makes you a totally fine Catholic. See, I think the actual reason why Hobby Lobby is going after these relics is because they are anti crafts. Like, if you mm-hmm. think about relics, oh. the whole thing about a relic is that it's one of one. Well, unless it's like a saint's finger, in which case it's one of ten. But still, <laughs> it's extremely limited edition. These are the original NFTs. And Thank NFTs you for the specificity, new, Ryan. Um, but non-fungible toes is what they were called back in the day. So, Ryan, you're saying um, Hobby Lobby is being extremely anti-Catholic by attempting to remove relics from Correct, the marketplace because, entirely. Like, if people, the more people spend on relics, the less they will spend on crafts that we can make thousands of. Mm. Man, you know, you don't want Spencer people, was the only anti-Catholic. You don't want Wait, people yeah, to be into <laughs> these like, oh, I have like this, this, I have the only copy of this thing. And it's like, no, we want you to, we want to sell a thousand of these. It's unfair slander. I am not. Anti- I am not anti-Catholic. I just I don't believe going to any church. There, there's so many relics that are like, there. There kind of are a thousand of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, and I think another thing. By the way, I'm not anti-Catholic because, again, I did. That's pro- a throwback to an earlier episode. I was just trying to shoehorn it in. Okay, they don't know that. I I know. You know. That's what Wait. makes it funny. Oh, uh, Spencer, I have a quick question for you. Yes. Would you like to play my favorite game? Guess the fake musical? Yes! I would. I I have two rounds of this game. I don't have an air horn this morning. So the way it works for everybody uh, who hasn't listened to this game before, I'm going to read a synopsis of three musicals. Two of them are real, like Broadway real, not 
three shows in Tucson real. One of them is fake, and I made it up. And Spencer has to guess which one is fake. He is surprisingly good at this for somebody who hates musical theater. Except somebody for like who three says shows. he hates musical theater but That's loves true. wrestling. I'm That's deeply true. embarrassed by it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are you ready? He's seen Les Mis like five times. Yeah, Round because- one. Is that wrestling yes. or musical theater? No, musical theater is deeply embarrassing. Wrestling is divine. Wrestling is the and highest form of art. Yeah, and embarrassing. <laughs> Round one, here are your three choices. Identify the fake musical, please. Okay. Show one, Van Ghost. After suffering severe <laughs> pneumonia, Paul Cezanne lies on the brink of death. He slips in and out of consciousness, reflecting on his career until he is visited by the ghost of a contemporary, Vincent Van Gogh, who implores him to recover and create one last painting. Can I just pause? Can I pause you for a second? Mm-hmm. Like I know that if it were real, that would really like it would suck, and I would hate sitting through it. That is such an awesome idea. That is so metal. <laughs> like for a right? musical or for real life? Both. Okay. It's so awesome. Like if that happened to me, if I was like dying, and you know Vincent Van Gogh popped up and was like, "Hey, bro," I feel like this is the best thing that ever happened. So excited. Show two into the light. Mm-hmm. James Prescott, a physicist from Los Alamos, is attempting to prove or disprove the truth of the Shroud of Turin. His obsession with his task strains his relationship with his wife and his young son. Okay. Show three, Milk and Honey, the story Mm -hmm. of a busload of lonely American widows hoping to catch husbands while touring Israel set against the backdrop of the country's struggle for recognition as an independent nation. I'm going to say that uh, two, two is the is the fake musical. In, Into the Light, the one about the Shroud of Turin. No, that sounds real. I'm going to go the first one. The first one. Van Ghost. Van Ghost is the fake musical. Great job. Wow. Damn. Yeah. How does he do this? I do it every time. Pardon me. Hang on. The- you, you, oh, I got the trumpet fanfare. Mm-hmm. It's a Levitard show now, baby. Ironically, oh, Hobby the Lobby owns back. the Shroud of Turin now. Yeah. What kind of songs do you sing about like doing academics on the Shroud of Turin? It doesn't matter. Listen, like, the, man, the they beauty. made a musical yeah. about chess. Yeah, you can, you can, and you it's can amazing. Write, you can I mean, write a I've, bad song about anything. I, I, I'm, I'm uh, unfamiliar with this world, so like, I, I, I guess the idea of writing songs about like oh, we're testing the freaking DNA and what have you on this ancient, mm-hmm. <laughs> ancient garment. I'll, I'll, here, let me see if I can find some of the songs. So I mean, I guess they're a Jurassic Park songs, so like. DNA music isn't that weird. Uh, let's see. Here are some of the musical numbers. I'm just going to tell you the titles. The data. It oh can all, yeah, that's a good. It can song all be topic. explained to measure the darkness. There are several songs called "The Testing." This is and, the nerdiest musical. Yeah, this is not. This isn't great. This um, is AP musical. Played 13 previews and closed after six performances. Why? Yeah, why? Too good, too good, too, <laughs> too good, good to live. Spencer, do you want to do round two of this? There's only two rounds today. Okay, yeah, I can. I know. I'll nail round two. Let's go. Okay. Here are your three musicals. Via Galactica, a futuristic story of social outcasts living on an asteroid in the year 2972. One of them is a space sanitation man who collects trash in a garbage ship called the Helen of Troy. No, that one's real. I'm just going to call it. That one's absolutely real. Man on the Moon. An American astronaut leads a mission of interplanetary dignitaries to prevent the destruction of the universe by a bomb that has been placed on the moon by an evil scientist. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And number three, Cosmonaut Zhivago. 
A young, newly married Russian doctor is drafted into the Bolshevik space militia, falls in love with an intergalactic traveler, and saves a space colony from destruction with poetry. Which God, one is that's fake? So, such a sick plot. Which one is fake? That's so awesome, and I bet it sucks so hard. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the second one because it's the least crazy. Uh, Man on the Moon was real. Goddamn! It was, that's it the was first written, one you've gotten wrong. It was written by... That's so boring. One of the one of the <laughs> one of the mamas and the papas singers. Andy Warhol was the producer. That's why it's ass. Yeah. Clo- closed after two performances with horrible reviews. Cosmonaut Shivago is the fake musical. That wow. That, that should be real. <laughs> that's 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 great work, Ryan. Because that one is about like the power of words will save sure. the yeah. universe, sure. which is the type of shit writers write. Oh, hundred percent. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's good. That's very sneaky. Yes. The only thing that yes. would make it more musical is this: we need to work New York because remember every musical has this blatant suck up to New York number. Space, space New York. Right. Even Space New York. It's the greatest place in the world. <laughs> we found like, a planet yeah. that's nothing but New York. <laughs> Singing to New Yorkers <laughs> and people who are here because it's New York. New that York happens in space. Super Mario Odyssey. It does. Super Mario Odyssey is mm. a musical. But yeah, you should write that. The end of it's a musical. I'm like, Ryan, Cor- Coruscant is just Space New York. Yeah. That's all it is. And that, look what happens. Yeah, it went look great. What happens? <laughs> what and the Jedi are like DJs. <laughs> <laughs> it now has become Space New Mexico. <laughs> we just test bombs on it. Was it wasn't Space Texas before? Space Dallas? Yeah, maybe it's like Space El Paso, and then okay. it went, God, yeah. Space Dallas would be grim. <laughs> Space Vegas in the last the Jedi was star. lit. I know it was supposed to be like, it kind ah, of is. Look. Yeah, like Space, space Vegas Ve- was in uh, the last Death Jedi. Star. Last the Jedi, Death, yeah. The Death Star is Space Dallas Fort Worth Airport. I would argue. We're well, like, God, long, it's nothing but halls. How long have we yeah. said that Dallas is just Nashville with more office buildings? That is the Death Star. That's I think the, the 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 exhaust port that saves the day. That's Fort Worth. Guys, yeah. <laughs> guys, I'd like that's to time in. Lodge. Canto Bite is not Space Vegas; it's Space Monaco. Get it right. Space <laughs> Mon- thank thank you, you for the correction. We thank have you. we have got. It is long past time this show started getting that some was live a fact checking. Smooth voice. You couldn't you you couldn't get like a sixty four ounce beer in Canto Bite, right? Like that's probably <laughs> not happening. Hey man, do you, you want to still BB eight with beer? None of us have good radio yeah. voices. BB eight is kind of shaped like a a, a party ball. Rolling keg. Oh yeah. man, if you could tap BB-8, like if man, they just did that, like you someone... know they've done that. Mm-hmm. I want to. I, now I want to see BB-8 drunk. What you really should do is use him for cocktails, Bonking right? Like stuff. you don't want to put beer in BB-8, but you could definitely use him as like a. a well, R two D two serves drinks on Java's party barge. Remember? He, he does. But is he making them or is he just? Oh, he's got a little drink. He's, got yeah, a little, he's a little end yeah. table. Yeah, he's getting people trashed, right? Because think about that. When Java gets drunk, when Java dies, he's definitely hammered. Like he's definitely trashed off his yeah. ass when he dies, right? And getting choked by a lady in a bikini, which I, like 30% of the guys watching that movie yeah. are like, that's way Jer- to go. That's Jerry way to go. Jones watched this and he was like, that's something to live my whole life like. That. I'm going to get there. <laughs> my yeah, whole a, life. A lot of guys watch that and said, I'm going to become a hut. I'm going to have a party barge and I'm going to have an empty hole that I drop my enemies into that eats them. Does BB-8 count as a vehicle? If so, is he able to? Uh, you can't ride him. Well, like, is he able to transport himself while can intoxicated? He, can he operate himself while filled with alcohol? Can robots yeah, yeah. get DUIs is your question? Yeah, I realize this is very, like, this oh, is more man. like an Asimov level spiritual yeah, question. This goes, this goes straight into whether robots have free will. 
Oh, robots definitely in the Star Wars universe have free will. R2-D2 is just like a, an enormous asshole for most of 3PO the 3PO is aware of his free will, but denies it. He's very Calvinist. I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He he's like kind of resents that he has free will. Uh, what's the name of the, the the robot in Star Wars Rebels who uh, who is absolutely the demonstration that, that there is free will and it could be malicious? Chopper. Uh, Chopper. Chopper. Thank yeah. you. One ten P. Yeah. Chopper commits murder you in that. Okay. Now it's attempted murder because it's not exactly successful. Uh, because he a rival robot shows up and actually does his job well. And the crew expressed their satisfaction and affection for this droid. And the droid's like, I think I got your job, Chopper. And they're overlooking like a beautiful planet that they're leaving. But an open hatch, a Chopper's like, ha boom, and just knocks him out and just, just, just kills him because he was going to take his job. Like, they have free will and they can be malicious. Chopper makes R2-D2 look very congenial. <laughs> Correct. He's an asshole. Chopper's an asshole, man. I love Chopper. Chopper's Chopper's the dream. What do you do? I do my job poorly, and then I I take out ten thousand stormtroopers at once. <laughs> Chopper makes R two R two look like the footstool of the bourgeoisie, <laughs> <laughs> running dog of the Rebel Alliance. All right, so wait, if robots in the Star Wars universe have free will, does that mm-hmm. mean like is IG eighty eight a bounty hunter because he loves it? Yes. Yeah, man, love of the game. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's just, do you have to pay about. robots in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. Yeah. IG-88 takes credits, man. Right. Remember? But like, does 3PO have money? If he does, he's just an idiot. With but it. he's like very aristocratic and feudal, like, you know, like paying him with like honor and dignity and shit. He likes mm-hmm. that. He thinks that's that's currency, you know? Yeah. What would he There spe- are some labor issues here I'm not comfortable with. with yeah. Well, like the, 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 the lady robot in, uh, in Solo, right? Like yeah. if, if her and 3PO were to have a debate, she would, she would radicalize him in seconds. Sure. Yeah. Mm, I don't know about that. I feel like he'd, okay. he'd snitch her out. Like <laughs> he'd, he'd go <laughs> along with it. Then he'd turn around and say, hey, humans, this one over here is trying to organize an uprising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He would. Three Pio's a Tory, right? At heart. Like he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys like, apply maids to the oh, problem. Yeah. When he like stumbles upon the stormtrooper in Empire. He's like, oh, uh, we're not doing anything. We're just, uh, please don't bother us. In no way is he like, oh, you, I'm going to f*** you up. No, he's like, he has his moments. He's had his moments. Like whenever they change a color of like, uh, put a red limb on him sure. or put a, uh, <laughs> put a droid hat head on him. He's had some murder moments. Or when they do his reverse his programming. Like in the last, uh, yeah. in the Skywalker, or Rise of Skywalker. And now all of a sudden he's got Sith programming, so he's going to talk like this. But then we'll clear <laughs> it up. Like on our show minutes. every week because none of the rest of us have radio voices. Yeah. I don't, even have a real, I don't have a real world voice even. Nah, me neither. I do, uh, you know, I do like that people confuse you for Charlie Day. That's good. Ryan, I think you've circled all the way around to you like you do have a radio voice. Yeah. It's yours alone. That says a lot about radio. I mean, have you ever heard Mad Dog Russo? That like that man's this is not making me I mean, feel better. We have radio voices. We just don't deploy them. Yeah. Hey, the you, Mad- sa- you sound like the guy on ESPN who constantly gets embarrassed by athletes. Cool. <laughs> it's a job, brother. Awesome. Check's clear. 
Checks clear. <laughs> not, for, not for me. They don't. That's how I you know. I sound end, like it. That's how you know I end up working for the Empire. Checks clear, brother. That's Sorry. what I should do. I should be like, that's going to be my new side gig. It's like, hey, does your kid want a birthday call from Chris Mad Dog Russo? Well, I'll do it for twenty dollars. <laughs> like slightly angry dog. <laughs> Sleepy dog. Less mad dog. Stugat here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe's variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. The Dan Libertard Show with Stugatz is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Keeping things bottled up can feel like carrying a weight that gets heavier with time. Whether it's talking to a trusted friend, journaling, or seeking professional help, finding ways to let out your thoughts and feelings can bring relief and help you navigate challenges more effectively. Remember, it's okay to reach out for help when you need it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-L-B. Don Lebertard. I don't want to be too extreme on this, but he failed America. Stugatz. Okay, very good. This is the Don Lebertard Show with the Stugatz. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code DAN for a special offer when you sign up. That's code DAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Is the, Okay, real quick. Mm-hmm. Media personalities you would give to, a, uh, whose birthday calls you would give to a child whose parents you don't like. Francesa. Francesa number one <laughs> with a bullet. Who am I calling? Yeah. Who is this? How old? Does it, hey. does it really work? Does it work without the dichotomy though? Does he uh, work Katie. as a solo act? Katie, happy eighth birthday. Uh, Ryan's doing the face, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good. Chugging, um, chugging a Diet Coke the whole time. The whole time. They should, uh, I think they should trade Aaron Judge. You know, uh, the thing- I, would send, I would send Pablo Torre because children need to know that there are going to be people out there who always are going to be smarter than them. You look at the Jets and you say, who's the Chad Pennington for this time and age? They don't have one. <laughs> Katie, I think that's the problem. That's the problem, Katie. It starts with a Chad Pennington. You either have him or you don't. (laughs) Uh, I'd get Ray Hudson. I'd get Ray Hudson to call a kid because that'd be terrifying, right? Messi! Just into the phone. Genius! El Vago! 
Well, let's go all the way and get Mike Breen then. <laughs> Bang! Um, by the way, Mike Frances is a reminder that like when you figure out what people actually like regionally, it always embarrasses the place. I had no idea who Mike Francesa was until I was like 35. And until then I realized that, that until that profile came until the until New Yorker that profile oh god out. it's we will get to that just read just read the whole thing will, aloud like a bedtime story I will read that because we need to discuss that at all times every day the best profile that the New Yorker ever put out and the only one I think is relevant to any sports talk radio is the profile of Mad Dog and Francesa that they did detailing their relationship in particular the two of them watching the Horse Whisperer, the Robert Redford film. Like together in a hotel room. Yes, watching it together in a hotel room. I will get to that um, once I look it up here on my phone. But I, I watched that and I was like, oh yeah, New York ain't shit. Like there's this just a place. If this is what y'all are listening to all day, if this man makes money doing things, I was like, we have this guy too. He could read the phone book as well on air. And he's listening to some guy from Queens just go like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Brandon Jacobs is the greatest radio back I've ever. Okay, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> That's it. You're I've describing like the reverse of like someone from DC discovering Paul Feinbaum is a big deal. Correct. Man. Correct. Which Feinbaum is a big deal. I'd have uh, Jeff Van okay. Gundy call SEC again for Network. their birthday because it'd just be like, hey. SEC Network SEC, honk. Spencer SEC Network honk. honk. Says Paul Feinbaum is a big deal. Can you make money? Can you make as much money as that man has made saying 32 words an hour? This is what you make does. as much money that man Paul, has no, made. No, Feinbaum opens in any Feinbaum, way. <laughs> Feinbaum opens the mic and goes, <clears throat> We've got the captain from Jackson. Captain. And then dude talks for seven for minutes hour. and Feinbaum. Yeah. That's the that's the it's top of the It's not an hour. accident that he looks like the saw puppet with the mask off. Thanks for calling. The man, the man could play par with words <laughs> on an hour. If you set that par at like 150, we'd be fine. Unless he talks. The only time he'll do that is if he, he's bored and he calls somebody that he's just like, I really don't want to talk about football. What war books are you reading? That's when Feinbaum will talk. What war books are we reading, guys? <sighs> I am. Uh, look up your war books. I'm going to read this. That is from a New Yorker profile called... The boys. Read the part about the horse. Whisperer. I am reading I am, that. I am confident we have read this on the show at least twice. I don't Not care. I'm going to read it again. We haven't read it on this Not show. Not on this show. Okay. It's new no, to them. it's new to everyone here. Okay. And it's uh, by Nick Palmgarten, who is the greatest profile writer of all time because he had this idea. And in addition, he caught this moment between the two of them when they are having a rare moment of togetherness the joke is that the two of them actually do not like they're not real friends right they don't like hang a lot like us um exactly like us so let me get to this i will find it i am definitely killing time here while i scroll and find the right line i just found out that mike francesa did a year at usf in tampa before transferring back to new york oh that's a musical what the hell? If you went to college with Mike Francesa for one year in Tampa, please email me. I just want to Sound know. off in the comments. What the hell? What the when? hell was, was Mike Francesa doing in 1974? Gun Tampa? running. Founding the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's what it was. Mm. Yes. Do you, do you think he thinks about Tampa like Rio? That's what like some people from the Northeast think about Tampa. They're like, God, it's like Rio de Janeiro down there. Ryan, you're a native. <laughs> Yep, just tits out all day in Tampa. <laughs> Man, that's got just enough Hell alliteration yeah. in it to pass for a civic slogan. <laughs> drive underneath it. 
That's tits out all day in Tampa. Toad. That's why Tampa's 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 acrostic is Toad. Tits out all day. Spencer's still scrolling, so I'm going to tell about my favorite uh, my favorite city civic sign. Um, none of you are golfers, right? Silence. Uh, has on anybody this besides end. me ever been to Bandon Dunes? Has anybody been to Bandon in Oregon, where Bandon Dunes is famous golf course? No. All right. So, are we familiar with Clippy? The little paper clip yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. of Microsoft Word of your sure. Okay. I lo- love clipping. So Bandon, Oregon is this town attached to Bandon Dunes, this beautiful, rolling, famous uh golf course by the sea. And in the dead ass middle of this small town, instead of like a welcome to Bandon, which you know you've seen, or or sometimes when you're leaving as a town, you'll see, you know, we hope you enjoyed your stay, come back soon. In the dead ass middle of town, there's a banner across the main street of Bandon that just says, we hope you are enjoying Bandon. And it's like Clippy was the mayor and he just put up a little sign that's like, it looks like you're enjoying our city. Would you like some help with that? That for feels very, reason, yeah, that feels very like hasty video game. Like we got to add some flavor. to. It feels uh, like John Boyce color. broke contain and just manifested himself into <laughs> the civic architecture of a city on the opposite coast. I love the interstitial world building. Like, uh, if you're if you're you know starting the story in media race, and you're like, where, where, where am I? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Yeah, guess what, buddy? It's you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like so instead of you are now entering or you are now leaving, it's you are still here. <laughs> That's All very right, grounding. Uh, it's very centering. Right? I have I have the passage. Mike and the Mad Dog are not friends, really. They hardly spend any time together outside the studio beyond appearing at charity events and walking to the parking lot after the show. But on the air, they sound as though they were close enough to share gum. During exciting games, Francesa and Russo often talk on the phone. Francesa told me, with some exaggeration, that on the night of this year's triple overtime playoff thriller between the New Jersey Nets and the Detroit Pistons, Dog called me 42 times. (laughs) Francesa and Russo have become so accustomed to talking to each other about sports that even when they are talking about something else, they sound as if they're discussing a faked punt or a quirk in the Yankees' schedule. A few years ago, circumstances, Knicks Pacers, conference finals in Indy, Francesca's hotel room not ready, placed the two of them for an hour or so in a hotel room together. A rare occurrence. This really tells you like how far ago we're talking in time when you're like, ah, yes, Knicks Pacers in the conference finals. (laughs) (laughs) Knicks in the playoffs. And a hotel room without electricity, right? That's how long ago this was. Also, I like that putting them in the same room is like caging dogs and cats together. It just shouldn't be done, right? Like we have them in the same cage. When they are on the road, they often stay in separate hotels. I always stay in the best hotel, Francesa told me. That is the most New York shit I have ever heard. That you would go out of your way to be like, I always stay in the best hotel. I know things. Prestige. I got, I I got a steak guy. steak for every meal. Breakfast, every steak, meal. lunch, steak. Sounds brunch. like something who's got a guy. Like, I got a hotel guy. I wear a uniform and it indicates valor. Like, that's the most <laughs> New York shit ever. <laughs> Anyway, Chris Carlin, their producer at the time, who now has a show of his own on WFA, and walked in to find them watching The Horse Whisperer. Carlin started to speak, but they shushed him. (laughs) On the screen, Robert Redford was breaking up with Kristen Scott Thomas. When the scene was over, Russo said solemnly, Mikey, he had to do it. He had to do it. It was the right move, dog, Francesa replied. The right move. That that happened in real life. 
and he got to write it down. That should have gotten a Pulitzer Prize. I have some breaking news here. Please. Uh, you, you, are we all is caught it about up Chris on Kristen Scott Thomas? I hope it is. Kind of. Are we all caught up on the mascot name fight in South Carolina oh. uh, yes. about them mm. not using Big, Sir Big Spur? Sir Big Spur. Spencer, do you want to explain this? Yes. So, Sir Big Spur is or was the actual live mascot for An the South Carolina Gamecocks. Who, um, if you remember, Sir Big Spur, Order of the British Empire, please. Yeah. Yeah. OB, OBE. Yes. He and Ben Kingsley both and share Judy this Dench honor. The same. Right? Yeah. That's Ben Thunderbirds Kingsley. Thank you. Excuse me. I did that for you. Yeah. Um, so, Sir Big Spur is the official live mascot. It is, a, it is a threateningly large chicken, if you want to know. I mean, it is a bigger than a chicken should be. And there is a serious debate over the chicken because the chicken, a lot of mascots, by the way, like they're not property of the university. Somebody just has them and they bring them to games like mm. Uga for UGA, right? They're big um, asthmatic bulldog, right? Big obese asthmatic inbred bulldog that they bring to games does okay. not belong to the university. This isn't actually the argument. The argument is about the name because I'm Correct. trying to get to the good Correct. part. Correct. Okay. We're skipping all this shit. So anyway, this is not the usual live mascot argument. This is the argument over whether or not they are allowed to use the name Sir Big Spur due mm -hmm. to there's 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 the family that owned the original rooster uh, is is beefing with the university. Anyway, the point that I'm trying to get to is that the state South Carolina's uh, finest college football newspaper uh, is suggesting new names including Marco Pollo, <laughs> Cluck Norris, uh. and Cock Commander. Yeah. How is how is anything other than Cock Commander possibly going to win? That's a great You question. had me at one until three shows. I mean I'm sorry, I'm I'm holding out for Marco Pollo. They should call him Spurrier. He's not gonna win. <laughs> no, because nobody in South Carolina is going to get the joke. Well, well, how many like uh, college students are voting on it? I think that determines the entire Correct. thing. <laughs> mm. Correct. Like this is this is the the school that it's for years its largest beyond South Carolina claim to fame was that you could buy a hat that said Cox on it in large mm. lettering. Go Cox! See other See. suggestions: Cockadoodle Dude. No, um, that implies some sort of like anthropomorphism that's not there um oh what that man. really sounds like is like a don bluth animated film um kicking chicken no mm -mm. that's terrible that's, that's a, a, you're gonna name the chicken after meal. its own jail that's you can't name a chicken coop mm -mm. what if you call it cooper manning hey now there's some heritage <laughs> They should just call. I mean, they're like they're not going to call it Spurrier, right? Like greatest coach in the history of the program. Serving Spurrier, I think, right there. I think the real opportunity South Carolina is missing here. If you're gonna like the live mascot is not a, it has definitely declined in usage over the last I don't know what did we say 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. It used to be you know Florida had an alligator at games and and we're sort of down to you know dogs, Ralphie. Bevo, um, Birds. Mike the Tiger. But I think if you have a bird, I think if you have a, a, a rooster specifically, 
the move is not, oh, here is our one live rooster. It's, here are a hundred. Here are the hundred roosters we bring to ah. games. And we let them roam free. And, Swarm. And, Swarm. And much like you can't do anything about the cowbells at Mississippi State because it's tradition. Just say it's tradition. It is tradition at South Carolina to let 250 live roosters loose in the stadium. That's the and city council. And if the council. SEC finds it, finds those are us the Columbia it, aldermen. That's right. If the SEC finds us for it, that's discrimination. They're going to lose a star player when they trip over the chicken on the field and they tear their the ACL. Chicken. That's South Carolina. Fifteen chickens. They're all going to get eighty-five chickens. Yeah, but you could kill the chicken on site too, yeah. which would satisfy yes. a lot of people. Yep. Like that's. I think that's what you need to. Miami make fans, you're kind of with me now, huh? Don't your stadium is not distinctive because you have one chicken. If you just have a shitload of them and they're totally ungovernable, like that's an atmosphere. I right think there. you, I think you won them at the word ungovernable. I, yes. um, what if we said every school has a live mascot budget, like one uh, tiger? What's that cost? Like five hundred dollars? I don't know. I've never yes. priced a t- probably yes. a lot more than five hundred dollars. But <laughs> Always, however, probably not so much <laughs> more. In Louisiana, probably not much more. But uh, however much Mike the Tiger would cost on the open market, that yeah. is how many dollars worth of chickens you get to fill your stadium with. Okay, so he's our market cap. Okay. Hang on, hang you on. You can do anything, by the way, For to the make that. the second time this week, I'm Googling cheap live meat near me. You can do anything you want. That stadium hey, will still show up. Cheapelpmeat.com is available, cheap by the tiger. way. Cheap I'm Tiger. Cheap tiger. See if you can find near me. Ryan. Nope. Your assignment Nobody's, is find a tiger live tiger. Does anybody now. remember at one point a couple years ago we did an episode that was devoted entirely to states where you don't have to file paperwork to own a tiger? Okay, here we go. Baby tigers for sale online, fifteen hundred dollars. Ooh. Okay. So why live. am I getting calls? How did you fifteen hundred bucks? That's what it says. Uh, live roosters Details for on sale. their meal and how to train them. Add to, okay. The, it's weird that you can just click add to, add cart. to, cart. Add to cart. Yeah, yeah. Are you How on exoticwildcats.com? How much is a rooster? Ship it to you. You uh, can buy a lion. What? No. Wow. Yeah. A no. chicken. It a, says lion the, for sale. According to the internet, a chicken is two dollars. So there you go. Seven hundred and fifty roosters. That's perfect. That's roaming perfect. the sidelines. That's perfect. Chickens Wait are free second. in Miami, I think. I don't think this website is real. I hope it's not real. The lions are social, so would stay with the Jank Vapes Dole Whip family for life. Okay. But tigers are not. What about this seems wrong to you? Yeah. I this really sounds like the Dole Whip now. What about, what about, I mean, yeah, there's about no SEO us. action going on there, but it's real. We deliver to your doorstep. Oh, uh, don't do that. Please, no, garage. No. Please, backyard or garage. I do not want the doorstep. Actually, line. Chris Whittingham, what's your address? Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it out on the air. Would yeah, you rather, please. Would you, it's fine. Uh, Chris, fine. would you rather we us send Spencer's you... Spencer's phone number all the time. Would you yeah. rather us send you a live tiger or 250 live chickens? Uh, the chickens. I'll take the chickens. Right. You, you can send them all to right. the Clevelander, 1020 <gasps> South Black Ocean Panthers. Drive. Okay. Here's, here, Chris, here's no. why you fucked up. It's hard. Like, I don't think we actually could send you a live tiger, but we can send you live chickens. We can do that. Counter offer. All right. Um, the best price I'm oh, seeing yeah. for 1,000 worms is $14, okay? So that would be what, um, I, I don't have the math in front of me, like a million worms or a tiger, what, which but do you what, want? Where are we going to keep them? What's in the, the stadium. What's, what's the, on the field. Yeah, but that's, they're going to... That's grass. They love no that. There's no pageantry there. There's still <laughs> a pageantry. <laughs> I like that that's the primary concern. What, do you want to teach them how to play trumpets? 
if possible. Okay. I In should... all seriousness, if there are people that you don't like out there, you can order snake food and have hundreds of frozen dead mice delivered pretty much anywhere, and it's not expensive. That's true. It's true. Reptile, reptile people have an amazing Amazon wish list. Like, if you... <laughs> Really want to peruse stuff like literal yeah. reptile people. Their, their like, Instagram ads must be bonkers. Yeah, I, yeah, Instagram just is like I don't know. It's all hot. I don't know, man. <laughs> Who searches for heat lamps and live mice? Are all you day a long. snake? Are you a snake? Didn't I send you a block of frozen mice for your birthday one year? You tried to, yeah. It went to the wrong address, meaning you sent a block of frozen mice to a total stranger. Sorry, oh, probably changed your life. Probably. <laughs> That total stranger, a boa constrictor who lived at my old address. Oh my god, my boss! This they probably got this. And they're like, my boss knows I'm embezzling. I have to, I have to stop. I have to stop. He's gonna feed me to his snake. And now that person is not embezzling anymore. So you change. That person life had the, the most confusing goddamn day. They opened up this weird dry ice box, and in it there are a bunch of dead mice. And they're like, so that's how my day's starting. <laughs> I don't know who Spencer Hall is, but he f-ed up. He messed something up. I thought you needed a birthday treat. <laughs> like, what do you even do at that point? You you don't call somebody and be like, yeah, this got misdelivered. Oh, I definitely, <laughs> I just I definitely chuck did not up follow up. As an L and move on, right? No, I investigate because no. I have bad you investigate. ideas. investigate? You want to know yeah. who, who... I want to know. Jesus. I will yeah, know. Man. And don't. that's why I'm the guy who ends up dead in the first act of a Coen Brothers movie. I found some money. Surely this will be fine. <laughs> I will keep it. I will keep it. Don't I- cry because it's over, man. Smile because it happened. Stugatz here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.